There we go. Now I'm recording. Still good? Still hear me well? Ready to rock yeah. and roll? All right. Sounds good. All right. Welcome to the Glenside League Fantasy Football Podcast. I am by default your host, Matt Herbley, owner of Sergeant Slaughter, not in the playoffs. With me, as always, the commissioner, owner of the Abundant franchise, and the now championship-bound Brian O'Meara. Brian, how you doing this week? Great, man. How you doing? I'm sure I'm pretty well. Not as good as you, but I'm doing okay. Uh, with I don't win that, anything yet, man. Not yet, but you're in it, though, at least. More than me and Greg could say. Uh, as I've just alluded to now, uh, Greg Getner, owner of Bickley Bison, is also with us. How you doing there, Greg? I'm doing well, Matt. No complaints over here. Yeah. Are you guys uh, in the spirit right now? Can you hear it? I can hear it. Yeah, Santa, yeah man. Santa Claus we're the, coming we're the ranch. We're at the ranch bar and grill. <laughs> All right. Santa's coming. Santa came a little early for uh, El Bundo, though. You had uh, quite the week this week. Let me see if uh, hey. I did a little. Uh, well, before, we, real quick, before we get into it, I think we need to address something here. There's some chatter going around that um, <laughs> that I was. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> there is some chatter going on that uh, y- that I was mad that you were in the championship. Let's let's clarify this right now. <laughs> they chatter. You were just talking shit. <laughs> oh well, of course I'm talking shit. But let, let's just be clear. Me personally. I, I'll, I'll admit this. I uh, jealousy, yes, absolute jealousy. Jealousy, yes, very no, much jealousy. Play, very much jealousy. Not going to deny that. Anger, far from it. Actually, I was pretty happy that you made it to the championship set because I was thinking, oh, this makes for a much better podcast. If you didn't make the championship, it'd be pretty uh, uh, a morose episode. I would say you'd probably be pretty downtrodden having to talk about the I, championship. I actually wanted. I would have been, you know, professionally. I've always been on this. Oh, I don't think. Stuff. I don't think you would have. But I think. I think you can uh, admit probably a little more upbeat this week. Uh, going yeah, into little, it. yeah, Christmas week. You know, nothing wrong with that. It's understandable. Um, yeah. Well, as an early Christmas present for your bride, and just to show, uh, you know, what a great job you did. We got a little uh, sounder here for you from your past week. Here, take a listen. Nice. Here's one downfield, and the tight end, what a throw, what a catch, touchdown, still on the move, Josh Allen to the pylon and in, another rushing touchdown, Allen, end zone shot, got a man, caught for the touchdown, Jake Kumaro, Allen stepping up middle of the field, first down and more, Josh Allen weaving to the end zone, touchdown Buffalo, and has time going to the end zone, it's <laughs> caught! That was the <laughs> biggest Christmas present anyone has ever gotten in the history of the TGL, I must say. 
It was uh, it was spot on, man. You, uh, I, I think we might as well get. You get enough uh, Darren Waller in there, but you know you got a little bit in there. He, was, uh, he started. Yeah, I, the, the one thing I found was like the touchdown. Unfortunately, they didn't say his name uh, on that touchdown yeah, he caught for some reason. But uh, he was at the very beginning when they mentioned the tight end. Um, nice man. Yeah, it blew up. Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, might as well get into it. Do a little. Week collar. How about that? You know. Yeah, hold on. Let's let's give a little sander here. We'll uh, do the weekend review. So, as we just alluded to, the first matchup uh, we're going to take a look at. Oh, hold on. I got uh, this week's matchup coming up. That's not what I always want to see. First one we're going to take a look at here is the uh, the big win by El Bundo over the Tyson Teabaggers, 148 to 116. Brian, uh, we were talking last week on the pod. I actually uh, called you as uh, as the winner of this matchup. You were a little confused. You thought I'd be going against you. And what did I say to you, Brad? Do you recall? You said Josh Allen will have a big game. Josh Allen have a big game. Brian, I'd say forty two points is a pretty big game. Uh, yeah, I, well, you know, I, I kind of alluded to it as well. I was definitely you know worried about the game, but I mentioned that. You know, he's been putting up like 20 some points most weeks, but there's, but he's had three or four weeks where he's done the, the, you know, high 30s, 40s, and he came through. Yeah, he was so, due. Yeah. Um, he had a nice, he had a real nice game. Um, oh, the one, the thing I did not get right was uh, I said Kyler Murray would not have that great of a game. That didn't come true. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a barn burner between him and the <clears throat> Eagles. Um, we'll get to Eric's squad in a second, but, uh, you know, Great performances all around. We talked about last week how you needed a big game from Darren Waller. That came through. Um, yeah, that got me got me started, man. I felt good on Thursday night after after we did the podcast, and then Waller just went off. I was texting Cleary like we were talking about, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was it was a, it was a it felt good. It felt good to get out to that twenty four. I think he did. He have anybody going that night? Uh, well, he had Waller, I thought. Didn't he say? No, I well, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about Freeze. Oh, Freeze. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Cleary. Still, he didn't have anybody going last week, right? He didn't have anyone going until Saturday. Yeah, yeah. so I, I felt good for me when I got up twenty four nothing. Like Friday, I was I was walking around feeling pretty good about the game. <laughs> I <laughs> you know, so. so. Got got me off to a good start, but uh, yeah, Waller got me off to a great start. I had you know a couple duds in there, but yeah. Um, you know, do you want to do you want to talk about Tony Pollard? Oh, I'm I'm gonna get to Tony Pollard. Uh, so <laughs> next thing, uh, next thing I want to look at before we get to Pollard, Calvin Ridley uh, coming through. I, he's been up and down all year, but definitely came through when you most needed him. Twenty five points. Ridley? Yeah, Calvin Ridley. I don't say he's more up than down. I mean, he's he's very. I, let me. I'd have to take a look at his game blog. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm looking at Ridley, 25 points last week, 21 the week before, 13 points, 11 points, especially now with uh, Julio out. Ridley's, uh, Ridley's going to get a lot of targets. I would say he's either up or – I would say he's, he's up or very up, put it yeah. that way. Okay. Yeah, I'm just – he's had he's, – <laughs> he's been very good. But I'm seeing also like a 4, a 9, 11, a 13. You know, not terrible, but, you know, a yeah, little yeah, down compared to – not the well, he started out really hot. Like, the beginning of the year, he was, like, the number one receiver for the first yes. few weeks. So, and then he cooled down a little bit. But 
So right now, Calvin Ridley is the third ranked wide receiver. Yeah. I'm going to let's. That was a funny story with him. And I told you, I don't know if I told the story with Dustin and him. No, what happened? When Dustin Dustin tried to trade, uh, I don't want to go off topic, but you you don't care too much right now. No, I don't mind. Uh, Dustin tried to trade with me earlier in the season, like unprovoked, came to me and asked for Waller and said, all he said, do you want to trade Waller? And I said, no. And he Most people would not just want to trade Waller. (laughs) And then he goes, I said, well, you know, anything's possible. Make me an offer. Yeah. He goes, all right. He comes back. I can't wait. This is like pretty early in the season, like week five. I think it was like five and oh. Okay. He's like five and one. And then he comes back and he's like with a trade offer. And it's like Waller, Ridley, and like a couple other guys. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, you know, I was like, I like how you just threw Ridley in there. Yeah, Ridley's just a throwaway. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he's like the number one fucking receiver in the league right now. Like, I like, like, I like how he was just a throw in. You know, like he thought I was like an idiot. Like, it was just funny. I'm like, he, I ended up shooting down the whole fucking thing, but I'm like, why Why do you think that I would like just not notice? Like, that'd be like, all right, well, do you want to trade uh, George Kittle? And then I throw in like fucking, you know, Dalvin Cook and act like it's yeah, not a big deal. Not or a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just sneak it in. Yeah, just he just he just tried to sneak it in there. That was it was a funny story. I've been high on on Ridley all year. He's he's a real deal. He's been a good draft pick. He's he's definitely he did have a little lull there, but it was, he's he got hurt. I think he missed a week, but yeah. he's he's uh, he's been a producer for me. You yeah, know? back and forth. Even force. some weeks where he didn't score, he's he's got over hundred yards. And they suck, you know, so they're, like, constantly passing. Yeah, they're always getting junk time and throwing late in the game. And I think Ridley will be possibly a first-round pick next year, possibly. Yeah, I say no later than two. Yeah. I think Jefferson's going to be up there. Ridley will be up there. Metcalf. Those yeah. three might be the first three. Don't forget Tyreek Hill, the recently traded. Tyreek Hill might be the first, yeah. Tyreek Hill. Nobody covers Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just forgets about him, but uh, I don't or think Riley. What if you just be, like, fucking – Nobody like put like double team on him, and nobody let you know, get off him. That's just tough to, to say though, because then you got to worry about Kelsey, and then you got to worry about the other burners. Like, because they don't fucking run the ball that well. We can get to that too. No. So yeah, well, that's a, that's another yeah. story on your roster here. Not that it mattered, but uh, I think the big Rip. story on your roster here, Bry. I think we could all agree. Tony Pollard, last minute pickup on the waiver wire. Um, who did yeah. you end up benching? You ended up benching. Gus Edwards and Duke Johnson in favor of him. Tell me what was the yeah. process behind this? Well, I ended up benching Edwards. So I didn't have Johnson in my starting lineup, even though they were projecting that he should have. So that was a mistake by me. He ended up having a pretty good game. But I was going to roll with Edwards Hilaire since I, I rode with him all year, even though he's been frustrating. And I was going to go with Edwards, even though um, – even though he was at the backup, but they're playing Jacksonville. Yeah. So like I set myself like like by like Thursday. I was like, fuck it. This is who I'm riding with. I'm not I'm not overthinking it. I'm playing the matchup with with Edwards and I'm sticking with Edwards Hilaire just because I always have been. I didn't want to fuck myself if he ended up having a big game. But then I was watching I guess NFL Network maybe. And it was like breaking news, you know, Zeke's out like at like eleven o'clock in the morning. Um so I thought about it for like 20 seconds, but I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm at least picking them up. 
Yeah. So I went on. Nobody, nobody else was on top of it. I picked him up and caught McKissick, who I, you know, I wasn't, I was definitely not playing him. And I think Gibson's going to eventually be back, maybe back this week. So I was like, all right, I'm McKissick. And then I was just like, all right, I have him. Do I start him? So I had him and then uh, I sent a few texts out, you know, asked for some, mm-hmm. asked for some uh, <laughs> advice. I got some mixed reviews, uh, including the, uh, the Bison here. Bison told me not to start him. I said, roll with what. I said, roll with what you got. What got you there? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, but Edwards, I, I never started because I said Edwards. Yeah, so that's I, right, that's right. I had no problem sitting his ass down. Um, well, I feel like he didn't want to make the same mistake that an owner made the week before, where they picked up yeah. someone the day of yeah. and they didn't. I honestly thought about that with Billy yeah. C. I was like, "Fuck it, I picked them up. Yeah. Might as well ride with them." And then I started reading it up on Pollard, and I was like, "You know how everybody like." You know, he could be he could be a starter in the league. He's fucking he's good, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I uh decided to pull the trigger on actually a Cleary texted me after I picked up he goes, Did you see Pollard? Did you see Pollard uh is starting? I said, Yeah, he goes, I just picked him up. I said, So did I. And then we were like talking about it. And then like after I decided I think I've started him, he sent me a text. He's like, Fuck it, Tony Pollard's getting the start. I was like, save here. <laughs> Be clear, clear, you're on the same page as that one. The same trains. So, <laughs> but then, honestly, like in the fourth quarter, he had like 14 points. He scored right away. And then I was happy with the 14 because he doubled Edwards. And then he broke off that. Yeah. Four yard touchdown. Yeah. Icing right there. I was, like I started feeling about, I started feeling really good about my game at that point because it was like, the end of the one o'clock games. At that point, you had Ridley. Right, you had Allen that had forty-two. I at that point, I had Allen forty-two. I had um, it put Pollard at twenty-four. I had Ridley at twenty-five. I had Waller at twenty-four. Yeah, Dolphins D had eleven. So I was feeling good at that point. Yeah, I think we had to. Uh, Edwards Lair. At that point, I just went Edwards Lair to do what he did, like seven to ten points, and then he, you know. He's he's done, man. He's done. I yeah, caught him. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna let him uh, hang around for the championship game. Now will he get a ring? <laughs> I don't know. I have to give him a ring. Yeah, you're gonna have to. He was part yeah. of the team. He had a couple good weeks. Get you got to give him that. Oh, I'll yeah. give you uh, this drop for uh, that uh, move there this week, Brian. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. It definitely yeah. pays off for you. Um, so we'll see. You, we'll see if he ends up. We'll see if he ends up starting again this week. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, if we would have talked last week and I told you, I mean, non, you know, it's like that bullshit. Now the Eagles are still in it, and I gotta like start a guy against the Eagles. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, um, it is what it is. It's fantasy. That was it. Metcalf didn't do much, and Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick would. <laughs> you figure in a game that was like that much of a shootout, he would have racked up some yards. Nothing. Yeah, um, if you would have heard that you had four from Metcalf and seven from uh, Edwards Alaire last week, you probably would have been a little nervous going into this game. But uh, it had no matter on the uh, on the outcome of this game. Yeah, the kicker I picked up ended up working out. He got me ten points. So yeah, I mean, you know, going against tea baggers, you got to put up a number. So I got to put in. a big number. He he put up a decent number Squat as well. <laughs> Squad stepped up, but you're right. It all started with Josh Allen. Josh Allen puts up. How much did I win by? Uh, 32. 32. I mean, if Josh Allen puts up 20, I don't pick up Pollard. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, anytime you get 24 from your tight end. 
Yes. <laughs> 24 <laughs> points. That's, that's yeah, going to help. I mean, your tight end outscored his tight end by 22 points. Yeah. That's a big. Well, and, you know, we get to his team in a second, but yeah. my defense ended up outscored his defense. I was really worried. Yeah, about I, I totally mushed his defense, by the way. Oh, yeah. that <laughs> We'll get into that now. Um, <laughs> so let's take a look at uh, Freeze here. Um, the big thing, as you were just alluding to, we were talking about last week. Though, one of the last things you said on the pod was uh, you're just terrified of the Rams defense going up against the Jets. And we all agreed with you. No one thought of it as like a mush. We all legitimately thought like, yeah, you should probably be worried about that matchup because they might destroy them. But uh, it had no matter. The Jets decided, despite the uh, the Trevor Lawrence yeah. sweepstakes on the line, they decided they wanted to win this week and give up the uh, the first draft pick <laughs> for some reason. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, they, they just can't do anything right. They can't lose right. <laughs> they beat the Rams, who are actually like in playoff contention, are one of the better teams, or supposed to be one of the better teams again. NFC just right away went down to the Jets, and we were all kind of baffled on Sunday watching that. What were yeah, you I mean, thinking? They, they led them from the beginning to the end. So, I mean, yeah. the Rams didn't have a lead at all. I think when I saw yeah. it, they were down 10 nothing. I think it was in the first quarter. Yeah, I was like, I was watching the Eagles game. I was obviously closely yeah. monitoring fantasy, and I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, the Jets are up seven nothing. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I was like, even if they get seven, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, yeah. you know, it's a positive start. Even if they land at that, at least it's not fucking blown out. Yeah, I mean, scored 23 points. Only sacked twice, though. I mean, they only gave up two sacks. I thought that was going to be a big, you know. <laughs> so I said last week, how many sacks? Uh, no turnovers. Yeah, they, they, uh, they did not do well, the Rams. Uh, but helped you out a big time, though. Um the rest yeah, of Freeze's roster, uh, 38 points from Kyle or Murray. I think we all kind of expected that. Um, Aaron Jones had a great game. Another one. Yeah. When do you think, Murray, when do you think, Murray, we were talking about this, I think me and Greg and Finley were watching it. What we'll your thoughts, Slaughter? When do you think Kyler Murray will get picked next year? Um, I don't know. I think maybe people might be hesitant still after seeing, like, no offense to your squad, but after seeing Lamar Jackson, where you picked him and where he ended up ranking, sure. I think people might be a little nervous taking that first round quarterback, but I don't think in our league, especially with, which is essentially a two quarterback league. Um, I think he's going to go in round two or three. I don't think he's going to make it past there. One, maybe late first round. Yeah, I, I think he'll go probably first round, maybe second. Um, yeah. I think first round he'll go actually. I think, I think our league's going to be, a lot more quarterback focused next year. Yeah. I was just going to say that. I, I think that um, now, especially after this year, and especially with these quarterbacks running too, getting the running touchdowns, I think you're going to see a lot of quarterbacks go a lot earlier. Yeah. You're going to have elite quarterbacks because it is risky. I mean, if you have a guy like a Stafford or you get those guys and they're just not good. Billy C. Yeah. Yeah. He's bringing up his team. Team with no quarterback. Yeah. Well, I mean, Finley kind of too. I mean – yeah, I mean, Roethlisberger the last back and forth weeks. with Roethlisberger and Wentz yeah. for the whole season, you know. And That's Big Ben ain't, you know. Oof. He ain't what he, he ain't what he was, you know. No, he uh, definitely not. Um, the only thing that gives me hesitant or makes me hesitant is just there are so many good quarterbacks right now. It seems like compared to like years past in fantasy. I mean, even last year, I felt like there was a lot going into, it, but even feels like now we got a. Uh, Justin Herbert coming up. Who knows what uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be? 
Kyler Murray's huge now. Um, Kyler Murray, he'll probably be on the slaughter next year. I'm going to predict that. Yeah. Uh, hey, slaughter was way ahead of everyone. I grabbed him uh, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got laughed at at the draft for that pick. He wants to bring him back. Yeah, well, wish, think, we, wish we had a keeper league that year. I think one thing that we will see, I think teams, I mean, I could be wrong, maybe it's just myself, I'm thinking this way, but I could see teams drafting two, like their, like their first round, not first, but maybe first, second round quarterback, and then drafting another quarterback over, like, say, your third running back. Yeah. So you have two good quarterbacks knowing that, you know, you're going to get a team eventually down the, you know, someone's going to need yeah. a quarterback at some point or someone's going to be a bust. Yeah. Someone's going to be a bust or yeah, I agree with you. And then you might be able to someone's gonna get hurt. You yeah. Know, instead of drafting, like you might as well invest in two quarterbacks than yeah. Take like fucking Wayne Gallman or something. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. But you can find Wayne Gallman on the fan on the waiver wire. You can't find, you can't find, you know, you really can't find many quarterbacks except for this year was like Herbert. That was it. Yeah, and that's just because he was a rookie. And I don't know. I mean, next yeah. year Lawrence will probably go early, or someone will pick draft Lawrence definitely. Yeah, at some point, I, I, I don't awesome. mind taking flyers on. <laughs> I don't mind taking flyers on rookie quarterbacks. I've uh, definitely done that in years past. Um, yeah, it was definitely. It's not having a quarterback is the worst feeling going into any fantasy week. Once I lost Dak and then had to do the carousel of whoever uh cam newton or tua or something like that it's just <laughs> it's not fun going into that week i did it, I did it last year i was three and ten Oof. Yeah, that... it, all started, it all started having no quarterback it was like like every week i was trying to like fuck around and pick a quarterback up yeah you're not finding much on the waiver wire so yeah. nick mullins might be out there yeah there you go nick mullins um uh, <laughs> see what else we got in the roster here nick chubb uh Decent game, but maybe not what you expect from Nick Chubb. We might expect a little bit more. Tight end Jared Cook, nothing. Brandon Ayuk found the end zone. Mari Cooper, uh, not a great week, but he's been kind of up and down all this year as well, too. Um, I think the biggest disappointment is the Rams' D on that team. Everywhere else, he's pretty decent, but that I think we were at least expecting like a 20-pointer from the Rams. And, yeah, I think well, Aaron Jones, he had like – it could have been worse though. He had like hundred and like ten yards and a touchdown in like the first quarter. Yeah, he tore it the first half. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I was worried, but Aaron Jones got twenty-four points. Either way, after that Green Bay game, you know, I hate to talk about the projections, but after the Green Bay game, even after Allen, oh, those great CBS projections that update by the minute. Yeah, even after Allen and uh, Waller's performance, and I had Tim Patrick too at one mm-hmm. point. Uh, <laughs> After that Murray for uh, Jones performance, they had basically going into Sunday, they basically had it at like a like a, like a tie. Yeah. Uh, as us going in. But they were expecting, you know, they were expecting Rams D to blow up. And yeah, well, I Cooper to get something. I think Cooper to get something and Rams D, yeah. So and also not Tony Pollard to get twenty four points. Maybe Ridley not to get as many, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, kind of the difference, you know. He's it's, it's got a good fucking team. Yeah, I mean, nothing to be ashamed of putting up 116 points. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, 116 yeah. points is going to win you over 90 percent of your games. Freeze, bad playoff luck. I think last year, Malcolm's apparently, apparently there was there was a discussion on your uh, 
the NBA Zoom call the other night. I was I was only on there for a couple of minutes. But, uh, the history of the teabaggers our last four or five years. Oh, yeah. But he lost. He lost. He had a bye last year and lost in the and lost in the first game. So yeah, good. I think we got a lot. Of reputation. It went to big games. No, oh, I think we got a we got a comment from Freeze. Let's see if we could pull this up here. Uh, Eric, uh, you there? Every year, and I never win. This was the year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, thanks, Eric. Appreciate that. So, t- yeah, teabaggers were second place last year. Yeah, they, they lost. Wow. They lost I did not know that. Yeah, they lost to – who did Brad play in the championship? Leonard's maybe? Oh, I don't I can't know. remember. Or was it Tompkins? Yeah, but he, he, had a, he had a bye last year and lost. Oh, Eric. Sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we've given this to everyone else, so we're going to uh, give this to Eric. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah. We will remember you, Eric. Remember you. <laughs> and your heart will go on. <laughs> well, it's a good team, man. It was a good team. Got to give him props. <laughs> he did a great job this year. He did a real great job. Let's give him a, let's give him a round of applause, everybody. <laughs> T-Baggers, great job this year. Really good team. Peace out. Yeah, peace out. All right, let's take a look at the other matchup here. St. Mark Sharks. Did you not, let me ask you a question, Slaughter. Did you not like my celebrating at the end? You, know, you, don't, you, call, you say so humble. <laughs> I think yeah, it's... We get excited when we win playoff games, man. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate it, but like the, the only thing is like going – it's not like – I can get going after the guy you just beat, but like the losers, like me and Brad, that like had no shot. Like we're already down. You don't got to kick us anymore. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. Put <laughs> <laughs> this shit wrong. for twenty years. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> one, one time. So <laughs> we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun when we win. You know, that's a bold faith lie, by the way. <laughs> We're not going to, you know, we're going to enjoy the ride. Even if we lose this week, we're going to have fun. You know? I was trying to get a hashtag trending this week. Hashtag Elbun no oh oh oh. Hashtag yeah. Elbun no oh oh oh. It's uh, new champs, baby. New champs. <laughs> yeah, new champs, and if they win, though, they'll be part of the old champs. That's all right. They're good until the day of the draft. Once the day of the draft comes, <laughs> they're dead to me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> next, next matchup. Uh, <laughs> 15 years, you'll be the only you'll be the only new champ left. No. That's sad. I don't want to think about that. Alright. So I'm not. <laughs> um, Bronies took down St. Mark Sharks uh, 111 to 86. Uh, we'll take a look at the uh, the winner here first, our buddy the Brony! Uh, <laughs> nice, you know, wasn't looking good at first. Tom Brady was uh getting spanked by uh, the Atlanta Falcons, but then he summoned his old Super Bowl spirit and uh, came back on yeah. the Falcons and ended up beating them in a big Billy upset. Sent a text. Billy sent me a text uh, early in the second half of that game. And he was like, Tom Brady's fucking killing me. Something along those lines. <laughs> Not yet again, he thought. And then it all changed. Oh, yeah, it did big time. Um, I think at that point, Brady and Fournette were not doing well. Mm-hmm. And the game itself was, like, predicted to be, like, an 80-some scoring game. So, um, 
Yeah, Brady, I mean, that just shows, man. It's, like, ridiculous. Your quarterback could have, like, four points at halftime and still end up at 30, you know? Uh, yeah, that's that's why, that's why the, I, you know, the mushing. Never got back in, but he was talking after the first couple of drives and it was over. It's not over if they turn – they start turning. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's better when they're losing, you know? Yeah, yeah. force them to pay. Yeah. Especially if it's one of the wide receivers on the team. So, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, like – if Roethlisberger would have just – like, say if – me and Tom were talking about this. Say if, Roth, say if Johnson would have got another 42 yards, <clears throat> that would have put Johnson at, like, 19 points because he, yeah. he had the touchdown. He's going to get the 13 points. He only yards. needs to get four or 25 points, 24 points from Roethlisberger to win. Yeah, he was, so, Mark was definitely not out of it if, going if, into Monday night. Yeah. No, but he wasn't out of it like at halftime. Like if Roethlisberger, if Roethlisberger would have just turned it on and they would have got back in the game, you know, put up a couple touchdowns. Yeah, he threw up the white flag uh, at one point. I don't, I can't remember uh, at what point in the game that was. That might have been near the half. Early. Uh, yeah, it's pretty early. early. Yeah, I, I can't I can't knock him for it though. It's pretty depressing when you're in that situation. It's it's uh it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel on that one, but uh. The light never came there for the sharks, unfortunately. Oh, it's called the fucking called a mush. Uh, <laughs> we call that that's a pretty big mush. I'm not mush, 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 oh. mush, mush. Everybody does. Yeah, we're all guilty of it. It happens. But uh, yeah, Dalvin Cook's been a monster for Billy. Big game for him again. Dalvi. Fournette steps in, you know, Billy doesn't James Connor now. Billy step, puts in Fournette and puts up 17. Thielen did nothing except for catch a touchdown, which was, you know, pretty nice for him. And then good old Logan Thomas. Billy Billy's Billy's boy, Logan Thomas, man. What the fuck? Sleepy Dark Horse? I think that guy's so. A sleepy Dark Horse. That guy's yeah. a sleepy dark horse. He absolutely is. Logan Thomas is a sleepy dark horse for Dustin <laughs> and for Bill. Absolutely, um, he put up another hundred yards. That guy's. I'm. I'm worried about that guy on Sunday. That's right. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> he's a. He's. Not, who's he playing on Sunday? Let's look at that match. Washington, Carolina. Carolina. Ooh, yeah. You you didn't you don't like Carolina's defense much. Uh, not sure how well. Well, I mean, he, you could also look at it as he might be due for a down game too, but. Yeah, been a nice player so far. Nelson Aguilar, not not a touchdown again, but a decent line with uh, 49 yards. Uh, decent performance from the defense. Could have probably probably thought it might have been did better against uh, Washington, but still 12 points. Can't can't complain about that. Uh, nice yeah. strong performance by the Bronies, man. I just he has uh, proven everyone wrong this year. Yeah, he just he just keeps winning. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard much from Billy C since he's been eliminated, and he's a Bronies hater. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's just not talking because the Bronies are in it, or like, what if the Bronies get their first championship? What is Billy C going to say? He's going to—I don't know—he's going to have to congratulate them or uh, something. Like Billy C was the first was the not the one guy. But Billy C stated back in the day, Brad would never win, and uh, Brad <laughs> three times. Billy, now, now the Brodies are on the brink of winning, and he still has zero championships. So, so, so for Slaughter to win next year, yeah, I was just about to say, Billy, can you say I'll never win for a little while? Can we work on that? Make that a thing? Slaughter will never win. Hashtag Slaughter never wins. No, uh, Billy C. 
No, I know. I need him to say that. Tony's are excited. They're excited to be. Uh, oh, I don't blame them. They should be. To be we'll, we'll get into that big matchup in a sec. Uh, on the other side, on a more uh, depressing note, the, uh, the death of uh, St. Mark Sharks. Fatality. Well, you got to look. In that first five. You got to look. Yeah, like Greg just said, the first. The, that's your that's your scoring, the top half right there. Mm-hmm. What do we got? Seven, seven, five, seven, seven. Oof. Yeah, just it's not going to do it in the playoffs, unfortunately. No, I, I'm trying to pick out like one culprit that would be the cause, but like this, this was a team loss right here. If I've ever seen one, even Kelsey with 14. I mean, that's that's not a normal performance by him. He's normally good for like a 20 spot at least. So yeah, it's. I think uh, Mark's whole team is guilty of uh, fantasy homicide. Bills D had a good game for him, 17. Yeah, Coop, 17 you know. points. And Coop, 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 of course, the MV, the MVP of the Sharks, Mr. Koo. Uh, but yeah, you, you just, see who his backup quarterback is, Matt? Let's take a look. Oh, I know. That for, that was something I wanted to talk about. I had that in my head. Mr. Uh, Jalen Hurts. I got a little something for him right here. We talked about him last week on the pod. You t- when you told me he picked him up last minute, I'm like, oh, is he actually – I was half kidding, but I asked him, like, is he going to play him? That'd be pretty ballsy and maybe smart too because he's, you know, you know, uh, low floor but a real high ceiling though. And uh, you're like, nah, I think he's just picking him up just kind of as like an insurance thing. And it's sad you look at the line and he would have got exactly 112 points if he put in Hertz in favor of Ben Roethlisberger. Would have got him the win. So we had we had one team that played the guy that they picked up on the waivers and started him immediately yeah. and then won his match. And then we had the other one that didn't play him back to back weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some shocking stuff. Poor Mark. Gotta take, I, I'm, huh? Gotta take that risk sometimes. Yeah, you I, just I wouldn't have thought that though. Yeah. I mean I, I, Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger against Cincinnati. Pittsburgh lost two straight. You figure they might come out and get their shit together and just mm-hmm. get you're hoping if you're shark that they it's one of those games where the Steelers win like 34 to like 20 and they yeah. just he throws like three or four touchdowns, you know. I don't yeah, blame them for the call whatsoever. I mean, looking if you're if you're gonna have faith in Deontay Johnson, then you gotta have faith in Ben Roethlisberger by default. So I mean, it was a good play. Like if Deontay Johnson was gonna go off, then so is Ben Roethlisberger. So that's the play you gotta make. I mean, you yeah, you could never fathom what was gonna happen with Jalen Hurts. That Sharks type of game. He just his, his defense didn't hold hold this time. Yeah, he's usually got you know he's won those games this year where he's been eighty six to like eighty three, but the defense was tired. It's been a long season. Yeah, it's a rough one for you, Sharks. Uh, really sorry. The same thing we did for Eric, we're doing for you. Uh, your team, your heart will go on. Of course, uh, we'll never forget you. Oh, Mark, it was it was a great effort. I thought thought this might have been the year for you. Um, I was rooting for either you or uh, the Bronies. I didn't care who won, but I was uh, I was just happy you were both in it. But uh, to no avail, Mark. Uh, maybe well, yeah, big 
big effort from the Sharks this year. He's been, yeah. uh, and he'll admit it, he's been a traditionally, traditionally uh, low activity franchise, low spending. You know, things go wrong early. Kind of throws in the towel. Yeah, he kind of throws it. Yeah, throws in the towel. He doesn't, you know, doesn't, doesn't quit. He doesn't stop playing his lineup. But I'll tell you what, he was uh, he was in it from the beginning this year, and he had some bad luck. And good season, man. Good season yeah. up in Portland, getting his team to the cusp of getting into the championship, and uh, give him credit. So, Mark, yeah, it looks like the Sharks have finished. Dead last 2010, 2011, 2015, 2019. Uh-huh. Average finish 8.8. Wow. Lifetime career 62, 97, and four. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, not going to say nothing because I ain't much better. So <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> What's that? I said, What's Paul Slaughter? I might be a little crap. slightly higher. Not much. But. Really credit. Maybe this will be the year. You know, they got a new they got a new stadium. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're ready to go. Yep, it was a great effort this year, Mark. We're all proud. <laughs> all right. Well, now we got to move on uh, from uh, last week's matchups. Let's uh, start with this week's matchups. And but first, we'll take a look at the waiver wire. El Bundo, very active on the waiver wire last night. I was actually surprised you were able to pick these guys up. I thought your brother might like have did a block on you or something like that for at least one of these running backs, but you were able to uh, grab Le'Veon Bell to back up to uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's out this week. Uh, mm-hmm. You're also able to grab uh, Salvin Ahmed from Miami, dropped Gus Edwards, another good pickup, and you picked up the uh, Texans D. I'm not sure who they're going against, but uh... – uh, Cincinnati in Texas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, and they're due. They're due. I, that defense is due. I, I, yeah, we we can talk about the Bernies a lot. They're mysterious ways. <laughs> so, I, I was Bernies just said, definitely blocked you at least on one of those running backs. I I didn't really have much conversations with anybody yesterday because I didn't want to like have a conversation with somebody and then somebody would, like. Tell the bronies that you know they should pick somebody up. Who knows? You know, yeah, you don't need that. I just was like, and on the waiver wire, like, is he gonna do anything? <laughs> I was like, slightly confident that he wasn't gonna do anything. I didn't talk to him, and then I was trying to figure out like positioning of like who I was picking up, and if I if I had the same guy drop. So I like ten thirty, I texted Tompkins, and I was like, yeah, can you call me? And I was like, listen, I'm, here's, I'm trying to. This is what I'm trying to do. I was like, this, this is this sounds right as far as like the positioning, and he's like, yeah, that's right. And he was like, because he he knows like he's pretty good at that stuff, and uh, I I was right, but I just wanted to make sure I I wasn't going nuts. And I was like, do you think he'll pick somebody up? And he's like, yes. I was like, I don't, I don't know what he will do. <laughs> he's like, if I had to bet twenty dollars right now, then I would say yes, he would. Hmm. And good call, Mark. Yeah, uh, and I woke up at about six, take a leak, 
and saw that every one of them went through. <laughs> now, so you said you woke up at six. Did you notice at six thirty nine that there was a move that was made? Yeah, I did. Not until about like seven thirty or eight. So he, I guess he's got to he's got to get fined if rules are rules. Yes, he is getting fined. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're giving much as the tax master because it's a first offense, but. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I wasn't going to do anything and there was nobody out. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. There was no one really clamoring uh, on the waiver wire for I think, uh, Chris. Uh, I think he, <laughs> my thing is he, he pays no attention to anything like that. Right. No, he probably but has no idea there's a rule in place with that. Yeah. So he, he pays no attention that it was like Tuesday night, even though like I was wondering about it all day. Mm-hmm. And. My thing is, he probably saw the email this morning, and he was probably like, "Fuck, oh shit!" Brian picked up three people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he probably was like, because I thought he was going to get Le'Veon Bell because on Monday he was like, "Bye bye, Edward Solaire. and <laughs> yeah, he, thought he was on the cusp. Like, yeah, so I think the fact that I picked up three people definitely he saw that at like six thirty. He was like, "Fuck, man." <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Well, well, I'm, well I'm kind of, I, I thought about like picking up receivers too to try to block him because his receivers were rough. But I was like, I don't even want any of these guys. No, even though no I feel like it. this guy, whoever the fuck he is, is probably going to somehow blow up or something. Well, that's Chris, Hansen, Chris Hansen from Dateline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, I'm curious what the Bronies thought of his lineup last night when he looked at it and noticed that he obviously knew that he needed a receiver. I'm guessing. Yeah, since he made the move this morning, so, I can't believe the Bronies won a semifinal game with Willie Sneed playing receiver. Yes, yeah, he's headed to get it with Hanson. I think the Sharks are thinking the same thing. Can you play some Hanson for him? <laughs> well, I think I might be able to do that. Hanson it might be his new. Fucking you guys song. keep to- you guys keep talking. And I'll find it. So, I, I just so we were watching the Eagles game last week. From the student Matt that um, the student Matt that hangs up with like chicken. He's like, Billy said something like, oh, that Willie Sneed. He's like, I can't believe that I, I'm talking to somebody that started Willie Sneed. <laughs> like, if you're going to go somebody from Baltimore, wouldn't you just go with uh, Hollywood Brown? Yes. 100%. Like, why would you go Willie Sneed? <laughs> yeah, like- oh, yeah, Billy. <laughs> Hanson's going to do it for you this week, Billy. You got this. This is what they're going to play at the parade. <laughs> Rooney parade. <laughs> That's what the fans are going to be screaming. Oh, I gotta get to the court. So. There we go. Really <laughs> parade. I love the thought of that. Unbelievable. All right, let's pop really this is. down. Uh, well, Billy. The, so real quick. That's why we real love quick, you, Billy. The viewer, I mean, the listeners, I should say, and the league, just a little background information on this Chad Hansen guy. He's currently rostered in 11% of CBS leagues. And he is 
starting in four. He is starting in four percent of the leagues. He's played three games this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, first week was week thirteen. He had five catches, one hundred one yards, second uh, to get thirteen points. Week fourteen, he played seven catches, fifty six yards, five points, and then last week, uh, two catches for fifty five yards and a touchdown. So he's mm-hmm. he's put up solid numbers, thirteen five and eleven. Yeah, I mean for a waiver wire guy, I, I I'm telling you, he's probably gonna fucking come up huge this week. Chad, let's see, Billy. Well, I mean, stranger things have happened. Tony Pollard uh, can get you 24 points. I mean, anything's possible. Dude, come on, Tony Pollard and Chad Hanson. <laughs> no, I know it's there's a pretty big oh. gap. I just I just wanted to dig at you a little bit there. I Nobody knew who Chad Hanson is. Four percent. Where did Chad Hanson go to college? California. I don't know. He's a rookie. Two years. Two years experience. He's been in the NFL for two years. Um, possibly off the practice squad. And then, yeah, when when Will Fuller looks like when Fuller <laughs> has suspension, Chad Hansen made the fifty-three man roster. Okay, yeah, he's right. Chad. I'm gonna ride with him too. You know, he's not even gonna look. Oh, you have to. Else. You got to at this point. I mean, he's you, you he's make, going. If you make that move at six thirty-seven <laughs> in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Fucking- <laughs> Mm, but I love how, how many teams in a championship this week are starting with Chad Hansen. I mean, that is wow. You would think that like Brad would be picking him up for the toilet bowl, you know, but <laughs> I no. think Brad's Brad's pretty uh, happy with his roster. <laughs> Speaking of the toilet bowl, uh, let's get into that team Munson versus DBUK. I think we got a sound for that. One more. Oh my god! One more thing. Ooh, that was stinky. Better flush that one down. This is this is a stinky matchup coming up here. So we got uh, we got uh, Munson versus DBUK. You know, uh, DBUK when he was on the pod many weeks ago, he made the proclamation that uh, he thinks he was going to win more games out than the slaughter, and that the slaughter would actually be in the toilet bowl. What now? What do you think of that there? There, DBUK. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're in the toilet bowl, not me. How you like that? Slaughter, you also ruined you also ruined the bozo season on your last win, too. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did something this year. And of course, of course, the best thing I did all year, I got the Minotaurs out of the playoffs with my lock of the week. On lockdown. So all was not lost. (laughs) I was able to accomplish something. Are the Minotaurs joining us this week? Uh, Let me me see. I think. uh, uh, Where's he at? Uh, Dustin, you there? Yeah. How's it going, buddy? How you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, so what's going on? Uh, are you in the playoffs this year? Fuck no. Really? You're not in the playoffs? Oh, man. 
That really uh, stinks. Yeah. So what have you been doing uh, since then? He gobbles down that cum. That's what you've been doing? That's right. Oh, man, that's uh, that's a little weird. We talked about this last week, but I didn't think you were still doing it. That's right. I love it. Well, oh, man. Uh, well, I'm you know glad you're keeping yourself busy when you're not in the playoffs. Uh, is this what you've been doing all the time uh, when you're not in the playoffs? Every year. Oh, that too. Oh, geez. Well, uh, it's been uh, great talking to you there, Dustin. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, have a good night. Eat shit. You too, buddy. I'm a strange franchise. <laughs> you are. Well, thank you for uh, being on the pod there, Dustin. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> What's that? Uh, you got to love when the Minotaurs join in on the, on the pod. Oh, I love when they come on. They're, they're always welcome anytime. Uh, take a look at this match up here. Uh, so, oh my God, the projections for uh, Munson's team. <laughs> By the way, Leonard could say that this one is going to be the easiest fifty dollars he's ever won in his life. <laughs> that was his message. The more you know. Great, great job. We'll see if that actually comes true. I hope Munson destroys him. <laughs> I really do. He deserves yeah. it. It's like- We've been talking about quarterbacks being important, mm-hmm. but just looking at both of these teams, just their season ranks, this is the number 11 versus the number 12 wide receiver ranking right wow. now. Wow. So what are we getting? <laughs> the number 12 rushing ranking versus the number nine rushing ranking. And then <laughs> Brad's team is horrible. Brad's team's the backup special, man. Other than Chris Godwin, they're just terrible. Besides Sean Watson. <laughs> Giovanni Bernard, Wilkins. Wilkins. Wilkins is the third stringer. He's right? projected to get one point. <laughs> is that like a thing? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. He's up in, but he hasn't had a good year. Perryman on the Darius Slayton, former El Bundo member. Former El Bundo cast off. Early in the early in the year, yeah. Yeah. Perryman from the Jets. Jonu Smith. Joey Sly. <laughs> Joey Sly. Oh, my God. Get him with the old 49ers D. 49ers D against Kyler Murray. It's a good call right there. <laughs> good call. <laughs> Look at his bench. Well, his backup running back, I mean, he, he does have the option of Josh Kelly, who is projected 1.2, <laughs> and Derek Carr, who is projected two points. Wow. Wow. Jack Doyle projected two points there. Holy shit. <laughs> Zane Gonzalez. I don't even know how they're getting him to get 79 points. Yeah, I don't know where they're coming up. I, All right. It's I, mostly Deshaun Watson. My lock of the week is that Team Munson will not score 70 points, let alone 79. <laughs> lock of the week. On lockdown. Gotta add that in for them, because this is not a that's a, that's not a good lock of the week. That's a that's a poo poo lock of the week. Single team over under. We're going under seventy, and I think half of his points are going to come from Watson. I think so too. Oh, that's happening. I mean, like Watson, the last three weeks. 
40. Yeah, Watson might put up 40, and he still might not get 80 points. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's not like – That's not a stretch. No. Not in the slightest. Mm. Uh, I mean, there could be a couple de- – I'm not going to spend too much I mean, time Jordan on this Wilk. crap. I'd rather – literally this crap. Uh, we'll uh, want to get to the, <laughs> get to the championship. Real, real quick, we'll look at Leonard's roster. That was a, you know, like a real team. Yeah. yeah, he's got a real like, team together. The Browns team is just fucking awful. I mean, I'm going to go with my lock with the – if I'm getting six points, Leonard's – I mean, six points there, I'll take Leonard's six points. You taking, uh, taking uh, the spread there? Yeah, uh, Leonard's minus six? Yeah, minus six. I mean, that's, that's yeah, a lock, yeah. That's, that's the Bison lock of the week right I'll there. Give a, I'll give you a lock. On lockdown. <laughs> Yeah, real, real great job there, Lance. You're going to beat Munson. That's uh, it's quite the accomplishment. There is one blank. What's that? There could be one mismatch in here. You have the coaching rating here. Munson comes in the second rated coach in the league. How is that possible? Rated coach in the league. I think that's kind of a – that might be – I don't know, a little fraudulent because uh, if you don't have any nah. good players to pick from to begin with, the coaching decisions aren't that tough. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's all basically that's what it comes down to. Yeah, he's like yeah. got he, yeah, there's nobody to pick from. This is a uh, team. This is Team Munson looking at his roster. I'm surrounded by assholes. There you go. <laughs> oh man, anything else from this matchup? I don't care about these guys. Um, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, sorry. Um, I got nothing. I'm looking yeah. at something else. But <laughs> All right. let's, I, move. let's move I on. Leonard's, I think Leonard's definitely crushes him and secures the number one overall pick. Pick, and uh, he wins himself fifty dollars. Yeah, I can right. see a. Different- oh, one, one other thing I will say: yeah. the UK right there. Yeah, it's the Derrick Henry Bowl. Exactly. Um, team Munson. They beat three. Who did they beat? They beat. They did beat the Bronies, though. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else they beat, but uh, well, here's the yeah, real question. This is the fact that the Bronies are in the championship. He had a great year. Somehow he lost to Team Munson. I don't know. So it was like it was like a 65 to 60 game too. Oh man. Somehow, somehow, yeah, that, I can remember that matchup. That was uh, that was pretty bad. Well, yeah, it looks like Sharks. So Munson beat the Sharks. Slaughter. Yeah, yeah, he did. He he beat me pretty good. He actually had a good line against right. me. Munson took down two semifinal teams. Yeah. No. No. Good luck to those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah congr- congrats, Munson. Great job. If Munson wins, we'll put it up there with the fucking Colts beating or the Jets beating the Colts in Super Bowl three. <laughs> All right. We'll see this what is happens. Point wise team. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, Horrible. Got three wins. Well, now we're looking at our uh, our big matchup here. Let's go. 
Battle of the Brothers. Omirabo. Hold on, this is this is from uh Out of my face. Or I'm gonna roundhouse your ass. It's the Step Brothers Bowl. Hold on. Uh, let's pod this down a little bit, and we'll uh, discuss uh, this matchup. Where's the uh, singer on here? I can't find it now. Oh, there it is. Trying to turn the volume down. How does that work? We're just going to kill this out. Um, first, uh, we're looking at the uh, Bronies versus El Bundo for the championship, the final matchup of the year. Uh, right now, very close line. Uh, the... El Bundo is minus five against the Bronies. Um, this is pretty close matchups uh, all around. I would say looking at it right now, Bronies might have a slight edge there at running back with Dalvin Cook. Um, certainly uh, El Bundo has the uh, advantage there at the wide receiver realm as good as Chad Hansen is. Um <laughs> despite despite Logan Thomas's play, I'm going to say you have the edge there with uh, Darren Waller. Uh, as far as defenses, uh, both defenses, uh, NFC West battles on both ends, uh, divisional matchups. Uh, let, me, let, me stop you, let me stop you real quick, uh, quick there, Slaughter. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm not 100% set on my lineup yet. So, okay. Uh, Tony Pollard. Uh, I still have to see if he's starting. Oh, that's true. You uh, still got yeah, Salvin Ahmed, uh, Le'Veon <laughs> Bell sitting if, there. If Zeke somehow plays, then it's a big yeah, difference. Yeah, I was just going to say, even if Zeke plays. Yeah, if, if Zeke starts, I'm not – Yeah, I don't know if I'm going with Tony Pollard. Nah. Uh, then I guess you would go Bell, right? Yeah, probably Bell. Bell but Gibson Bell. might come back. There you go. Gibson's banged up, but he was killing it before he got hurt. Yeah. You know? Um, and they're in a big game, and if, if he's healthy, they might feed him the rock, you know. So I don't know. It's all stuff I got to think about. And then, as far as my defense, I'm debating between Cardinals against San Fran. San Fran lost Mullins for the year, so they're down to Bethard. Yeah, um, we saw him live two years ago or two three years ago. Yeah, he's not very good. Nah, he's not good at all. I'm kind of leaning, leaning towards them because they got the turnovers and sacks and shit. Yeah. Um, Texans are playing Cincinnati. Ooh, that's a good matchup too, though. That's the one I picked up. Yeah. In in Houston. Yeah, both defenses are at home too, the ones you're looking after, to start. After Cincinnati just um just one. I mean, just one. I feel like they can just get demolished next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean Cincinnati's offense, even though even against the Steelers really didn't put up that much. Like they didn't look that good. Yeah. They have a quarterback through for under 150, maybe. Yeah. And then I'm not. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So I might. I'm, I'm still a toss up between those. And also Tim Patrick against the Chargers or this guy, uh, Kati. Uh, could we have a battle? Uh, Kiki Cutie. Yeah. I might. I might he fumbled last week on the one yard line. And he fumbled earlier in the year and they benched him. And then they said this week they're not benching him. But he's. He's been playing decent, and he's got a way better matchup. Apparently, the Chargers only let up – as bad as the Chargers are, they only let up 200 passing yards per game. Hmm. So – And Drew Locke's not very good. I mean, no. he's kind of a hit-or-miss guy. He's kind of hit-or-miss. Patrick didn't do shit last week, so yeah. – I'm just saying, my lineup's not – It's not set in stone. It's not set in stone yet. 
and those are some things I'm thinking about. I really was trying to make sure I got who I wanted on my team this week, which I did. Yeah. So tomorrow, <laughs> no tomorrow, objections there from uh, any of your we don't, competitors. We don't do the pod this early. What's today? Wednesday. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. we don't usually do the pod this early. So uh, tomorrow's a big day for very big day for me, and I don't have anybody. There's a game on Christmas, but there's no Thursday night game, and I have time to I have time to to modify my roster. Um, I'm seeing if, uh, just side notes. What are you seeing thing- from uh, Brony's uh, side there, Greg? So on the Brony side, I do like Brady matchup at uh, yeah. Detroit. That's a good matchup there. Indoors, too. Detroit's not very good defensively. Um, and he's actually projected 27 points, more than Allen. Now, Allen is the one matchup. He is going against New England. I did look into this before here. I was doing some, you know, some research. Allen's worst game this year was against New England. Yeah. He earlier this year when he played New England, he got us well, got 12 fantasy points. No touchdowns, one interception. Yep. So that is that's a tough matchup. It's a little there. scary. So leaning, I'm leaning Bronies on the uh, quarterback end. But Allen though, I mean he's been playing a lot better than he did earlier in the year, too. Yeah. You always gotta worry about your quarterback when they're playing. When they're playing New England, yeah, and just at, at New England Monday night game weather-wise, I mean, I, I haven't looked at the weather, but you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, this time of the year, just in general with that fucker, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then you have Dalvin Cook. You can't go wrong with him. I mean, the Bronies do have a lot of Vikings and Buccaneers going. Leonard Fournette is kind of a wild card too. I feel like he's the type of guy that could get you zero points, or he could do what he did last week and get in the end zone. Now yeah. I don't know Rojo. As we call him here, I don't know his status. I think he's out. He's out. Okay. So I think they said. I I thought the same thing because I was looking at it yesterday. They said they're projecting that he won't play. Okay, so that's good for. Her. Yeah. But then again, I mean, if you know, if they do go, you know, sometimes having that quarterback running back com- a combo there could hurt you. Yeah. It depends. Um, Thielen, obviously, a solid player. Then the number two wide receiver, Chad Hansen, and I have no scouting report on this guy, but he's projected eight points against Cincinnati. It's going to be a good matchup. And then you get Aguilar going against Miami. Miami's defense has been pretty good this year. Yeah. And then Logan Thomas. I do like Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas was actually acquired from, from Delaware. He, he, uh, he was in Bison camp for about Early. a couple hours. I didn't have a tight end that week. <laughs> a couple I tra- hours. I traded him later that night <laughs> to the Bronies. And who would have thought that he would have uh, developed into the player that he is now? Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Kicker-wise, even. You traded him to the Bronies? I traded for Evan Ingram. I needed a tight end that week. Wow. Yeah, Man, he's like Greg there, Bri. Brody's in the accident, you know? That's what I'm saying. Chris, Chris Hansen. Chad Hansen's going to blow up. Chad <laughs> Well, Thielen's got and, a tough matchup against New Orleans. Well, I real quick on the defense, I do like I think the I think the Rams offense is gonna come to play this week, especially after last week having a bad week against the Jets. I think they will put up points on the Seahawks. So hmm. just throw that out there. Yeah. That's another thing I thought the Bernies might do. I thought they might have gone after Houston's D, but they they decided not to not to do that. <laughs> uh I mean, starting the Eagles D wouldn't be the worst thing either. Yeah. Against Dallas. The no. Eagles defense, well, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, Dallas offense obviously not that good. So. Yeah. Yeah, the other reason I don't know if I want to start back to my like my I don't I don't know if I want to like go heavy on the Texans and be like dead wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're not like it's like the Texans are like the fucking yeah. dynasty Patriots here. Like they're <laughs> you can't really they're Yeah, they're not a good team. They suck. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, They'll be looking for a new coach. Imagine if I go all in with like with like a bunch of Texans thinking they're gonna kill the Bengals and the Bengals put up like 40 points. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's not something I'm really trying to get involved with as far as too many Texans. Yeah. Now, so. big, a huge advantage that Albondo has over the Bronies is definitely the bench. I'm looking at James Conner, projected one point. Sam Sloman, who I do not think has kicked a field goal yet this year. I could be wrong. <laughs> he said he's a kicker. <laughs> projected at zero. <laughs> he was just signed to the practice squad yesterday. What the fuck? <laughs> Sam is looking for a ring this year. Yeah, gotta love the Bronies. Bronies. Yeah, <laughs> it is amazing that he made it this far. <laughs> I mean, bench wise, I think I think before be- even the outcome of this uh, next week, we just gotta give this for the Bronies. <laughs> Regardless of what happens, great effort this year. I, and it's a, it, we can make fun of him, but the, he's probably. Nice. He, the way he's been putting up wins, man. It's crazy. Hey, he's in the championship. I mean, that's, that's better than my team. Smoked him <laughs> when I played him. He is ranked. He is ranked the number one coach in the league, according to the coaching rating. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Earlier this year, he did start only one running back and won a game. So he finds <laughs> ways to win. Sometimes unconventional, but he finds ways to win. And I think now, <laughs> El Bundo has no. No tape on Hanson. No. <laughs> I'm worried about Hanson. All right. Well, boys, uh, let's make the final call of the year right here. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. Uh, Brian. I'm not, I, it, I'm not making a prediction. I wish the Bronies the best of luck. I you know, appreciate all the rest of the squads out there this year. It's been a fun year. I'm sure we'll have a wrap-up show next week. But Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they, uh, you know, it's a – it's the battle of the, uh, the Omira Bowl, and we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, but what better to have a brother versus brother bowl on Christmas weekend, you know? In 2020. In 2020. So I'm not going to make a prediction, but you guys can obviously feel free to do that. All right. Go ahead there, Greg. What are you thinking? All right. So after looking through both teams, um, top to bottom, I think El Bundo is just going to be too much. For the Bronies, if Albundo can hold Dalvin Cook into like that ten to fifteen point range, I think Albundo will be celebrating a trophy uh, championship, and I think we'll be uh, we'll, we'll see it on the text chain, a couple nice. explosions. So nice. give me uh, Albundo to be the twenty twenty champ. Man, big news there. <laughs> well, um, I've diligently looked at the matchup. Um, I, lo- I think I like Josh Allen more than Brady. Um, I love El Bundo's, uh, receivers way more than, uh, the Bronies. Um, even, you know, even despite that he has Dalvin cook, I think, uh, El Bundo's still got some great, uh, running backs on this team. Um, 
yeah, I, I can't, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to really pick, but, um, I think I got to go with my pal as my lock of the year. Lock of the year, bronies. New champs, baby. We're going to win it. Woo! Get ready there, bronies. You're going to make some money off your brother. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, best of luck. Gentlemen, Brian, uh, despite regardless of what happens this weekend, it has been uh, my pleasure to uh, host alongside you. It's been loads of fun, and I don't even need the question. I know we will uh, be back again uh, next year. But uh, yeah. for this week, though. Hashtag Elbow. Hashtag L-Bun-No-O-O. Hashtag L-Bun-No-O-O-O. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> F you. Do me, do me a favor before you log off. Uh-huh. Play the, uh, the Toilet Bowl Christmas song again. I got to get it <laughs> We could sign off with that if you like. Yeah, why not? That's, 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 yeah, that's unbelievable. That's, that's classic. For El Bundo. For... <laughs> Great for Bickley Bison and for the champion or for uh, Sergeant Slaughter. This has been a wonderful Christmas episode. Good luck to all the competitors, uh, everybody, and uh, have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Merry Christmas, everybody. Good luck this week, Bri. All right. Good luck. See you there. See you, Slaughter. See you. Peace. Off? All <laughs> right. Oh, well, I like your background. <laughs> the background. Right. I, forgot I, I, forgot I, I forgot I did that last week when I was like on the uh, I was on the Zoom call with everybody. So that's an actual picture of you inside your house, right? Yeah, it's the inside of my house. So I you took a picture and that. then juxtaposed yourself. I like it. It's good. Yeah, you can just change. Change the background like wherever you can your shit. So, yeah. well, I'm going to end the meeting because it's going to take a while to upload, but uh, it's been a pleasure, boys. Good show. Yeah, I think that was a good one. All right. See you guys. See you, Greg.